Hi roomies, welcome to our apartment. I'm Cody. Hi, I'm Taylor, and you're listening to Roomies Read Romance Podcast. Today is our official second episode. In case you missed it, last episode we did a pretty trope-based episode. We gave you book recommendations based on Lila June trope cards. and Lots of fun. Yes, and we also <laughs> took a BuzzFeed quiz to figure out our tropes. That is debatable, but yep. you know, it happened. <laughs> they gave us some tropes, you know. We learned a thing or two. Yeah, exactly. And today we are going to be bringing you some more recommendations, but we are going to be doing it with Taylor Swift songs. Woo. <laughs> In case you didn't know, we're both big Swifties. So yep. we figured it would be fun. We're going to choose one song from each album and then give you a book that we kind of feel fits the vibe. Yeah, I don't exactly. know what Taylor's chosen. She doesn't know what I've chosen. So it's going to be a big surprise for both of us. <laughs> I'm excited. And I'm so curious to know, like, if we chose any of the same songs, if we chose any of the same, like, yeah. books. I'm assuming we've at least chosen a few of the same books because... I feel like there's one that we chose yeah. the same song and book, but okay. I could be wrong because oh, you really like that album, so maybe oh. there's another song that you chose, but if we chose this song, I feel like we chose the same book. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like we read so similarly, but I mean, we also have a few, like, one-off authors that, like, yeah. are kind of, like, I feel like we read different I feel kind of bad because I feel like all of mine are like the same authors I always talk about but I just like associate my favorite Taylor Swift songs with them so it's hard and I feel like it's easier to associate a book to a song when you feel like you know a lot about the book so because you don't want to like just be like oh I think this book relates to this song but it's like you don't really have a lot of basis for it but I was also struggling with debut and fearless because like yeah. all I could think of were young adult books I guess because oh. like Taylor felt very young adult yeah. at that time and like the that love stories sense. were so I was yeah. struggling a bit with those and reputation was yeah very hard for me yeah I think we're first gonna start though by giving our last read and then our current or the book that we want to read next just to kind of give a little reading update do you want to start you want me to Uh, You can start. Okay, sounds good. So the last book I read was actually a novella by Cassie Mint. We've talked about her before on this podcast because we're just obsessed with her. If we could somehow get her on here, that would be amazing. But I don't even I don't even think she has. I don't know how to contact her. I don't think so. She's living her little private world, little private life, and we respect it. Yeah, I mean, I would love to be able to contact her, but I respect her privacy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I read Harbor Master and that one was so good. I think that's one of her more recent series. I think the third book in that like literally just released um, August 3rd. But Harbor Master was about a girl who fell off of like a like a cliff (laughs) and like and got swept away in the ocean and then this harbor master this old grumpy he's not old he's like 40 (laughs) um but he finds her in his like boat like passed out ripped up clothing like and he's like oh my god is she dead and then like she wakes up and she doesn't have any of her memories she has amnesia and he takes her in and it's so cute and so good and it's age gap and grumpy sunshine and I love it I don't know how she does it because her books are what like 60 to 80 pages and she just really wraps them up so good she does it feels like a full story yeah so I think I might honestly go into the next book in that series it's called 
Rock God. Rock God. I'm really glad you knew that because I literally <laughs> I looked it up earlier. It. But basically, this one is a childhood friends to lovers, but I think they've always just been friends. He goes off, has his little rock star moment, and she gets a letter in the mail that's an invite to their wedding. Ooh. So I, and I'm assuming he's the one who sent it. Um, a man that knows what he wants. Exactly. Doesn't even ask or nothing. <laughs> he just sends it. And, you know, we love a good send. He said, I've planned the wedding. You just got to show up. Yeah, exactly. So I'm really excited to read that and just see what the heck that's about because I have so many questions about how that's going to happen or what's going to happen. So Sounds intriguing. Yeah. But Cody, do you want to talk about your last and current read? Yeah, I just finished Out of the Gate by Elsie Silver. It was so good. I love their story. Age gap. He is her dad's ranch hand and she's been in love with him like her whole life. And he always saw her, I think he called her, like, the ranch rat. Like, she was Mm. just, like, this little kid always running around. But then she kissed him on the day that he was leaving for the military. And he has not stopped thinking about it since. Oh, my God. So he comes back. There's a lot of fun, spicy times in the barn. Oh, the three hay bales. hay bales, yeah. (laughs) So it was super cute. I think it was, like, 100 pages and a really good introduction into the world. Although I am sad because it's... Yeah. The grandparents yeah. were now gone. Yeah, you find that out in, like, the first book, in, like, the first chapter, but... Yeah. yeah. I think you're supposed to read Out of the Gate technically second, like, after the first book, but yeah. I read it first, so I will be starting Off to the Races yes. after this. That's about Billy and Vaughn. I think it's, like, is it, like, dislike kind of, to love, like, yeah. enemies to lovers, And, like, kind boss of. employee. She's, like, the horse whisperer, kind of, oh, like, the okay. trainer that comes on and helps him at his ranch. Because I think they do, what is it? Uh, not show horses. Like, what's the... Like, the derby Yeah, horses, that kind of stuff. So she trains those horses, and it's his ranch, so... It's giving Taylor Swift debut. <laughs> Which is the perfect segue into the main portion of this episode. Yep. So, Taylor, do you want to get started? Yeah. So, starting with Taylor Swift, the debut. The song that I chose is Mary's Song... Did you choose that one? I did. (laughs) I knew this was going to happen. But this was really hard for me because I've honestly, I don't think I've listened to Taylor Swift, like the album, all the way through before because that was, I was young, I think, when that album came out. Yeah, I mean, I I think I was probably like 14 or 15, so you were like 10. Yeah. (laughs) So I literally only knew like teardrops on my guitar. I knew, um, oh, I love Only Me When I'm With You. I Mm. love that one. That one's like... I I am not a fan of her voice in that one. She's like very like, it scratches my brain or something. (laughs) In like the wrong way. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I only knew really like, you know, the basic ones. So I had to do a little digging. But Mary's song's really cute. That one's getting like, yeah, childhood friends to lovers. That was my boyfriend in fourth grade in my song. We loved that song. I love that for you. (laughs) But it brought back some good memories. Oh, yeah. But the lyrics that kind of inspired me to choose this one is, Take me back when our world was one block wide. I dared you to kiss me and ran when you tried. Just two kids, you and I. Oh, my, my, my. I'm going to cry. No, no, so cute. But basically for this one, I chose um, a childhood friends to lovers that I really like. And it's called Always Mine by Laura Pavlov. This one, they've been friends for years. He's a firefighter. She's this really sweet bakery owner. And I think she recently gets out of a relationship and she's like, man, I gained nothing from that. Like, especially sexually. Like she, I don't even think she had an orgasm (laughs) with him. So she kind of, you know, tells that to her friend, the firefighter. And 
the topic comes up where she's like, I want to like experience good sex. And I think he's always kind of been like a playboy, kind of known for that image of like being like the sex god in their small town. And so she asks him one night when she's drunk if he will just kind of be like her, you know, sex mentor, give her some nice Mm -hmm. little orgasms. Um, And it just was so sweet because it was like this nice progression of like childhood friends to adult friends to kind of like this friends with benefits thing. And then she's like going on like, you know, one-off dates while they're doing their thing. So he gets jealous Jealous. and I don't know. Is this book one? Yeah, it's book one. So I think you'd really like that one. And I know we're not normally huge like friends Friends to lovers lovers and all that, but I thought it was cute. I love the couple on that cover. Yeah, they're really cute. What book did you choose? So I actually chose The Summer I Turned Pretty. Oh my god. <laughs> I knew you were going to choose that book for something. I know. Well, I had to because, okay, so there's the one line that's, I was seven and you were nine, looked at you like the stars that shine in the sky, the pretty lights. Aww. And that was always him. He was older. She was always just like watching his every move. Yeah. And then I also did like the same line that you did where it was like one block wide. Yeah. And then there is a line that's like, they never believed we'd really fall in love. Our mama smiled and their eyes Aww. and said oh my 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 so because sweet. of all the conversations Laurel, they yes, knew they knew and it's kind of a spoiler so spoiler alert if you haven't <laughs> read the books but there's like that letter between billy and Susanna, where mm, Susanna's like i always knew yeah he might not or she's talking about like her future husband and she was like he might not have the last name fisher but right. like kind of saying she hoped that he did so yeah it was like Aww. they always knew all right the next album is fearless Taylor's version. Got to make that, you know, <laughs> apparent. Um, do you want to start with what you chose? Yeah, so I chose The X-Files by Morgan Elizabeth. And I chose that because there's like this one line where she's What saying, song did you choose? Oh, I chose Fearless. Sorry, <laughs> oh, okay. that's why no, I didn't no, say Because no, I was thinking sense. like Fearless in no, my no, head. That yeah. makes sense. <laughs> okay, so I chose Fearless and I picked The X-Files by Morgan Elizabeth. There's this line where she's like, run your hands through your hair, absentmindedly making me want you. And then, I don't know how it gets better than this. You take my hand and drag me head first, fearless. Because she is like dead set on never dating again. Is this the one where she has the app or no? Yeah, she's got like a dating agency where like girls sign up looking for a guy and then guys can apply and she takes them on a date and she like filters their red flags Mm, so kind of giving them advice almost for when they are ready no so like she vets them to see if they're even worthy of like matching with the girls that she has and so like if they're just like a piece of shit she's like sorry like you're not getting a date yeah she's like the front lines yes (laughs) and so then like if they have like a few red flags or they're but they're like still okay she'll match them right but she like warns the girls ahead of time like hey i think he may be like oh my god that's so interesting yeah I feel like you've explained this to me before, but, like, I don't know, Morgan has so many, like, books that I'm interested in at this Mm -hmm. point that they all get jumbled, but that sounds so good. Yeah, it's really cute. And doesn't she take the guy, the love interest, on the date, like, they go on the date, and don't they, like, kiss that first night? Yeah, so his sisters signed him up for it, and he, like, didn't really want to do it. He was fine with being single, but he had no problem being in a relationship either. He was just happy with his life. He was like, if it happens, it happens. So he goes on the date. He's immediately, like, obsessed with her. Oh and he God. was like, do not match me. Like, do not set me up on a date. I'm dating you. I love that. And he was like, you know, I don't care anything about these other girls. Like, she kept telling him, no, like, you're being matched. She's like, yeah, not for it because she's been burned before. She right. was like, I just want to make other people happy. Yeah. I don't want that for myself. She's selfless. Yeah. 
And he was like, absolutely not. I'm not going on a date. So I feel like she really, I don't know, she went into it so close-minded because he was kind of forcing his way in. And she was like, no, like, I don't need anybody. But the more that they were around each other, the more that she was like, yeah. Like, (laughs) she would just catch herself, like, staring at him. And she's like, what am I doing? Like, pushing this away. So That is so sweet. He was dragging her head first fearless. Yeah, and she's got to be fearless to, like, put herself out there and, you know, get into the relationship. So cute. Um, But I chose The Way I Loved You. I almost said by Taylor Taylor Swift. (laughs) I'm just so used to that little song recommend or book recommendation format. But anyways, I chose The Way I Loved You and the book that I chose for it is Heartless by Elsie Silver. (laughs) But the lyrics that I feel like associate with this book well is, but I miss screaming and fighting and kissing in the rain and it's 2 a.m. and I'm cursing your name so in love that you act insane and that's the way I love you. so them. Because they're just like so... I don't know. I feel like, you know, they obviously start off on the wrong foot. Mm -hmm. She is hired to be his nanny, but in the first scene, her, like, panties drop out of her purse, and he picks them up and helps her, and he's, again, looking for a nanny, and she shows up because her best friend is his sister-in-law, basically, and he sees her, and he's like, hell no, like, your panties drop out of your purse at the coffee shop. I ain't hiring you as a nanny. (laughs) And so it kind of starts off a little, like, I don't know, he's really grumpy towards her, and she's very outgoing and bubbly and not really afraid to say what she wants Yeah, she just says whatever she's thinking in the best way. And so when they – there's a lot of sexual tension. Oh, yeah. And so when they do eventually get together, I just feel like they have, like – The porch scene is the definition of – screaming crying exactly so I don't know I just feel like their love is super passionate it's very like I don't know they're really honest with each other they're not afraid do you know get a little snappy with each other in a nice in a loving way yeah so I don't know I just thought that song fit them I agree cool let's go on to the third album which is speak now Taylor's version again obviously um, the song I chose, this is obvious, I've talked about this before, so we might have chose the same one, but back to December. Did you choose that? I actually didn't because oh. I figured that you were going to choose it, okay. so I went a different way. Okay, so I chose back to December, and the book that I chose to go with it is Whispers of You by Katherine Cowles because, ugh, this one's just so Yeah, it's the perfect back song for December. that book. The lyrics that kind of go with it is... Turns out freedom ain't nothing but missing you, wishing I'd realize what I had when you were mine. I'd go back to December, turn around and make it all right. I go back to December all the time. Mm-hmm. This book is honestly like so sad, like Loki. Yeah, like I kind of like, I don't know. It's like it had so many cute moments that I kind of like forgot about how like, yeah. I don't know, sad their like, I don't know, beginning was. But basically they're dating in high school. They've always been kind of like childhood friends, lovers, all that. Um, and this happens in the prologue, but something happens where he was supposed to be there. He was late. She got hurt. And because of that, he left for what, like a decade? Years, yeah. yeah. And so he comes back. His dad had recently had a heart attack and he's just, you know, trying to be there for his family again. And she's still very close with his family and they, you know, rekindle some things but I think a big part of that was like she was scared that he was always gonna like leave and I don't know she just kind of felt like a liability so very pure yes okay I chose mine I chose it because of the line you made a rebel of a careless man's careful daughter and I chose on the rocks by Candy Steiner so she is the mayor's daughter in a small town in Tennessee 
and she was raised to be like the perfect politician's wife this book like very much gives the notebook Mm -hmm. like she's this perfect like polished girl yeah and um she comes back home for the summer while she's like planning her wedding to this politician guy who like does not give a crap about her like he's just awful and she runs into Noah Becker, who is mm. the town, like, barrel raiser. Like, he Ooh. works at this whiskey distillery. That's and, a like, hot name. Yeah, it is a hot <laughs> name. And he's, like, obsessed with her from day one. And he kind of decides, like, if I can't be with her, I'm just going to be her friend. Right. So he, like, takes her out to this swimming hole. And, like, I don't know. They do all this fun, like, country stuff in the summer. Aww. And he even um, – she volunteers at, like, a – like a nursing home type right. thing and he starts volunteering there Aww, just to be close like to her and like spend time with her ever yeah i love it it seems like i don't know he was trying to like bring her out of her shell and yeah showing her how very, to have fun there's like one scene where i can't remember what they're doing but they're like walking around outside and she has heels on and he's mm-hmm. like just take your heels off like what right. are you doing and she's like i cannot walk around barefoot Aww. and he was like just do it so she like takes her heels I off and she's like yeah he like shows her like yeah. how to let loose and be herself and i love that because it's like it kind of shows that i mean obviously like He's trying to probably pursue her, but he's also trying to kind of, like, you know, loosen her up a little bit. Like, let her live a little. Yeah, she's – there's, like, one part where he tells her – he's, like, you're the heroine in the story just as much as he's the hero. Like, don't ever let somebody not, like, stop you from being who you are. So that is so sweet. Is that the, like – that's series the, where every book is like a on the rocks like manhattan yeah. things yeah like that. that's the first book in that okay. series man adding it to the tbr <laughs> the next album is red taylor's version and i chose everything has changed this one is so cute i think it features ed sheeran but the book that i paired it with is protecting you by claire kingsley this oh. is the first book in the bailey brothers series i believe it's like a novella length the lyrics that reminded me of this book are because all i know is we said hello and your eyes look like coming home all i know is a simple name everything has changed and i don't know it's just so cute because i think she comes home from her first semester at college they've always been childhood friends she's lived next door from his family for years so she's always almost been like a member of the family he's always kind of seen her as a sister but also like not really because like obviously like not but she comes home from college they're in like his parents house and I feel like he just like looks at her and he's like damn like I love her like I like it was like a simple like it was like a snap like it like just changed for him and he was suddenly like pursuing her so strongly which I loved like there was no like second guessing like once he like realized that and it was so so cute what did you choose I chose I almost do. I don't think I remember what that one is. Really? That's like one of my all-time favorite Taylor songs. What are the lyrics that you chose for it? So I chose, um, and I wish I could run to you, and I hope you know that every time I don't, I almost do. And then there's another line that's like, I bet it never occurred to you that I can't say hello to you and risk another goodbye. So it's like second chance. I chose The Infinity Between Us by N.S. Perkins. Oh, that's so cute. I love that book. I know. It's so good. It's like kind of like the summer I turned pretty, like childhood friends. Their parents were all friends and they had this shared beach house. And then there's this tragic summer that happens. And throughout the book, you're trying to, you know, we as the reader don't know what happened that summer that broke their families apart. Yeah. 
But they both end up back at the beach house, and it's because it's actually for sale. Mm. And she is, like, ready to sell it. She wants to forget everything about that summer. And he comes back because he's fixing it up, and he does not want to sell it. He's like, we can't let go of this. Like, all of our memories are here. And as soon as he sees her again, he's, like, madly in love. Like, Mm -hmm. wished that he could just tell her everything. Yeah. And you could tell that, like, he there was a few scenes in the beginning when they first reunite and he's just like dying to like reach out right. and touch her like he just wants yeah. her around so. she's very closed off because of everything that yeah. had happened that one is so sweet oh yeah. my gosh i, I need to reread that, that. yeah so if you're looking for a sweet second chance summer romance one of my favorites yeah that one's good okay so next up we have 1989 i struggled with this one as well but yeah. i chose you are in love I love that song. Yep. And I chose it because you fight and you talk. One night he wakes, strange look on his face, pauses, then says, you're my best friend. You knew what it was. He is in love. Stop it. And I chose (laughs) Heartless. Because I feel like there was always like that sexual tension between them, but I feel like there was this space where they truly became each other's best friends. Right. When they realized that like, okay, I'm in love with this person. Yeah. And I think that Cade had never truly had a friend or anyone that understood him or that he was comfortable with. Cause like there's this one part where like, He's, I think he's in the kitchen, and she's in the living room with Luke. Oh, playing and, her guitar, dancing with him yeah. or something like that. And he's, like, looking at them, and he's like, I want to come home to this every day. Like, oh I want to get off work, and I want to be with these people in this space, and yeah. I don't want to be alone anymore. I and knew I, we were both going to choose Heartless. <laughs> it's just so romantic. It like, is. that book is just something else. That but. book is the blueprint. The song I chose is This Love. Huh? The lyrics I chose are, this love is good, this love is bad, this love is alive, back from the dead. These hands had to let it go free, and this love came back to me. And I chose Wild About You by Rebecca Jenshack. This one is a second chance romance, and it is so adorable. It's a hockey romance. He is a star hockey player, and she's this uh, art teacher at a school, and he ends up getting custody of his younger sister so it's single guardian and the younger sister is a student of his ex-girlfriend and basically his younger sister is having a hard time adjusting to just like moving away from her mom I think the mom was having I don't know like some alcoholic tendencies or something like that (laughs) she had a little incident at the school which made him have to go to the school and talk to the principal And lo and behold, his ex-girlfriend is walking his sister down the hall to him because, you know, the incident happened in her class. But it was just so sweet. And as soon as they reconnected, he was just wanting to win her back again. And I think he ended up hiring her to babysit his younger sister. So it was forced proximity. She was staying at his house because, again, he has a busy schedule with hockey. He's always going away for a few weeks. And it was just so cute. And I just loved it because they had to let their love, you know go free and then it came back to me perfect (laughs) it was so cute the next album is reputation for this one i chose dress the book i associate dress with is scoring chance by tegan hunter and the lyrics are say my name and everything just stops i don't want you like a best friend only bought this dress so you could take it off this book follows a girl who's kind of been in the background of the previous four books. She has a donut food truck that all the players bring their girlfriends to. And basically, she's had a little crush on the rookie of the team. And 
she goes at the end of one of the books she goes to like a party and he is like I'm Miller nice to meet you and it's like (laughs) they've literally met before and so she's like what the heck and so she kind of the book starts off by her giving him like the cold shoulder and like her being like very closed off to him and so he's like trying to make amends and become friends and then they're kind of at this standstill at one point because, you know, they're friends now, but she's always wanted more and yeah. he's started to realize he wants more and, oh, he's a virgin, Ooh. which is really fun. I yeah, feel like Taylor I love that. I love She loves that. a man that's only been with her. Exactly. <laughs> she I, wants zero experience. I'm selfish, but <laughs> basically she's like trying to seduce him at some parts to be like, can you like freaking sleep with me? Like, what the heck? Like, we've been friends. Like, yeah. when is this going to become more? So... I don't know. I thought it fit the vibe, and I love Scout, who's the main character. She is so fun, and she's also a romance writer, Ooh, or an aspiring like romance writer. So, what song did you choose? Okay, once again, I was struggling, <laughs> but I chose Call It What You Want, mm. and I chose Forbidden Hearts by Corinne Michaels. Love that book. I chose it because of the lyrics, my castle crumbled overnight, I brought a knife to a gunfight, They took the crown, but it's all right. All the liars are calling me one. Nobody's heard from me for months, and I'm doing better than I ever was. So I chose that one because in the beginning, she is, like, going through it. Like, she has had something huge happen in her life that was not good. She is back home, and she's always been kind of, like, her dad is, like, the police chief, isn't he? And she's kind of, like, the flighty, like, everybody always joked, like, you know, she's a troublemaker. She's this flighty girl. And nobody really sees her as, like, an actual person. They just see her as, like, the police chief's crazy daughter. And I feel like they just always associate her as, like, her younger self. Yeah, like, she gets home and everybody's still, like, bringing up things she did when she was, like, 15. Right. And that's not helping because she's going through something, like, so bad. So she was, like, not only am I going through this where, like, she knows that she fucked up and she admits that. She was, like, I was an idiot. I fucked up. And now I come home and everybody's, like, making fun of everything I've ever done. And she starts nannying for one of the officers that on her, for her dad. Yeah. And um, he kind of does the same at first. Like, he's holding old things against her. Yeah. Until, like, finally there's, like, this moment where it snaps and he's like, okay, she's not, like, this kid that I keep accusing her of being. Right. And I don't know. I feel like this is more for her than for Asher. But yeah. she just – this was, like, her becoming who she always knew she was. Other yeah. people just didn't see. So. The next album is Lover, and I chose Daylight. The lyrics I'm thinking of are, I don't want to think of anything else now that I thought of you. I've been sleeping so long in a 20-year dark night, and now I see daylight. I only see daylight. And the book that I associate it with is Redeemed by Lauren Asher. This one is really sweet. So Santiago and Chloe are both going through some really sad things at the beginning of the book. So Santi had recently gotten into an accident, which kind of had him going off the grid a bit. He ends up moving to, I believe it's like Spain and he's living in just like a house by himself, kind of being his little reclusive grumpy self, which is kind of like, I don't know, sad because in the first like two or three books, he's the outgoing one, which I kind of like, like I kind of like in books when it's like something happens to like the really goofy guy that like makes him become like grumpy. Chloe is in America and she has a pretty strained relationship with her mom and so she's always kind of been a very independent person not really having a lot of family to rely on and she decides one day that she wants to find her birth father and I think she takes one of those like little like 23andMe Mm -hmm. ancestry tests and she finds out that he's in Spain and he turns out to possibly 
be Santi's neighbor. Oh. So the beginning of the book starts off with her kind of sneaking onto the premises. She climbs a tree in Santi's backyard trying to get a glimpse of her dad next door. And Santi walks up on her and he's like, what are you doing here? And she (laughs) falls from the tree, drops her phone, flees the scene. And she obviously has to go back because she left her phone. And somehow along the way, she gets roped into fake dating him. Oh. And so they're both kind of, you know, going through. I didn't know that was fake dating. Yeah, it has a little fake dating moment in the first half. But... Yeah, they both are battling their demons along the way. It's really sweet. Okay, I chose, probably to no surprise, Cruel Summer. Mm. And the book I chose is How to Honeymoon Alone by Olivia mm-hmm. Hale. I'm absolutely obsessed with this book this summer. Did you choose the lyric? He looks up grinning like a devil. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so Taylor has been singing Cruel Summer. She was actually like holding my puppy the other day, dancing around with him, singing it. <laughs> And she said, what did you say? He, he looks so looks pretty. so pretty like a devil. <laughs> yeah. And I looked at her and I was like, he looks up grinning like a devil. And then she goes, he looks so pretty like a devil. Just kept singing it like she was. So I, I was, was like, in denial. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to correct her again. And then today she was watching a TikTok. She was like, wait, did you know that the lyrics to this song were actually, he looks up grinning? I was like, yeah. Like I told Mind you that the blown. other day. <laughs> so yes, actually I did choose <gasps> oh that line. Nice. Yep. I chose that part. And then. The part that's like, um, I snuck in through the garden gate every night that summer just to seal my fate, oh. and I screamed for whatever it's worth, I love you, ain't that the worst thing you ever mm-hmm. heard? So she found out her fiancé was cheating on her, and Oof. she goes on her honeymoon alone to Barbados, and he was also engaged, and I can't tell you what happened there, because that's like something you find out towards in the book, right. but he is also alone on his honeymoon in Barbados. And they form, like, this instant connection, even though they're such opposites. She's so, like, bubbly and sunshiny, and Mm -hmm. he's this grumpy, rich lawyer. But they kind of decide that they're just going to spend the whole honeymoon alone together. Yeah. And there's, like, so many moments where they run into each other at night, or she, like, sneaks down to his bungalow, different things like that. Just very cruel summer vibes. Yeah. Even, like, just, I feel like the music, I don't know, it's, like, something. Like, the vibe of the song is matching the vibe of the book. Yeah. And so, I don't know, this whole trip, it's like they keep, they can't stay away from each other. Yeah. They're like kind of tiptoeing around like the truth. Yes. Of like, and they're like, their relationship. yeah, I think they both realize like, okay, we're falling in love and isn't this horrible? Cause like we just got out of relationships right. and we live on opposite sides of the country, but yeah. I'm just going to keep being in denial and can't just, resist. yeah, I'm just going to keep spending summer with you. And that was yeah, good. So. That was a good pick. Thanks. I need to read that one. It yeah, you do. It's so good. Okay, next up is Folklore. My favorite album. (laughs) So good. I chose Cardigan. And the lines that inspired me Mm -hmm. were, and when I felt like I was an old cardigan under someone's bed, you put me on and said I was your favorite. And then also, you drew stars around my scars. And I chose Reckless by Ilse Silver. Mm. I can't say too much because Taylor (laughs) hasn't read it yet. But, I mean, if you've read the other books... I'm sure you know that Winter is, like, kind of like the villain. I don't know. She's not really made out to be a villain, but in some of their minds, she's just, like, this grumpy. cold-hearted. Yeah, she just, I don't know. She's very misunderstood, and part of that is, like, she kind of started getting that image when she was younger, so she just grew up 
being like, okay, well, nobody likes me. Like, right. people don't care about me. I'm it's just like, when this, you like, get to that point, you're probably like, I should just accept it, I guess. Yeah, that's kind of like what happened. I mean, she has a bad relationship with both of her parents. She goes through a bad marriage and she's just kind of accepted like, people don't like me. That, that's yeah. fine. People love Summer. She's like this bubbly, Aww. fun sister. They love her and they don't like me and that's okay. Stop it. Yeah, so it's pretty sad. <laughs> but then from the moment Theo meets her, he's like, I want to know everything about this girl. Like Aww. I see parts of her that nobody else does and I want to know more. So Stop. I feel like it fits them really well. He like never sees her in the light that other people do. So I also chose Cardigan. Oh, So the lyrics I associated my book pick with is, when you are young, they assume you know nothing. And then obviously the iconic, when I felt like I was an old cardigan, you put me on and said I was your favorite. But I chose Fractured Sky by Catherine Cowles because the main character is Shiloh. She has a very tragic past. She gets kidnapped. You find this out in the first book. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so first, it's not anything. Like, prologue of first book. Yeah. yeah. So it's nothing, you know, secret. But basically after that, her family's kind of been tiptoeing around her for years and just kind of treating her, I feel like, as a kid always. Like, I just feel like she never was able to be an adult. Like, I feel like she's always yeah. had eyes on her and she's always felt, like, watched and suffocated by her family and she ends up moving out and meets Ramsey. And Ramsey is also just kind of like this misunderstood character. But he has a ranch and he has horses that I think he kind of like trains. Yeah, doesn't she move on to his ranch? Yeah, she's like, she's in, like cabin. in his guest cabin. Yeah. And she also loves horses. Like I feel like they both probably communicate with horses and animals yeah. better than humans. But yeah. that's what makes them cute. And so I just, you know, feel like though when you're young, they assume you know nothing, like, fits her as she's, like, trying to kind of grow into herself, but also the world is still seeing her as this, like, delicate She's still, like, the little girl that was kidnapped. Yeah. And And Ramsey never saw her like that. Like, Ramsey has always just kind of treated her as this, like, strong woman. And, you know, even though he's always wanted to protect her, he's always done it in a non-suffocating yeah, way. Yeah, he protected her without, like, locking her in the house. Yeah. The next album is Evermore, and the song that I chose is Gold Rush. This is my favorite, favorite song on the album. It is so good. And the book that I chose to pair with it is Consider Me by Becca Mack. The lyrics I associate this book with are, I don't like a gold rush. I don't like anticipating my face in a red flush. I don't like that anyone would die to feel your touch. Everybody wants you. She was very anti, like, hockey players, Mm -hmm. and she was, like, basically, like, he was trying to pursue her, but she was also, like, first of all, I don't really want to date, like, a hockey player. Second of all, like, you're this, like, playboy image hockey player and so she was like feeling like very like closed off by him and even though he kept like pursuing her she kind of almost made him like work for it yeah and so she didn't want that gold rush she didn't want it I mean valid I don't know if I'd want a man that everybody wanted yeah that would be very questionable but you know but that's what made it better I like love when it's like a book where the girl is like you know making him like work for it yeah he has to prove that he wants her exactly so yeah I need to read that one. Okay, so I chose Right Where You Left Me. Oh, that's my second favorite song. This was the one that I thought we might have chosen the same song in books. So I chose Protecting You and Fighting for Us by Claire Kingsley. We already talked about this a little bit, but like the line that really reminds me of it is, she's still 23 inside her fantasy, how it was supposed to be, 
and you're sitting in front of me at the restaurant when I was still the one you want. And, I mean, we already talked about it some, but they finally get together, and then they have this tragic moment where he goes to jail. And when he gets out of jail, she's still wearing his his engagement ring. Yeah. He's not... Well, yeah, and, like, he when he went away, he kind of... To protect himself. To, yeah, he yeah. had to, like, tell himself, like... I'm imagining her moving on, like, so that when he would come home, he would not, like, have any, like, heartbreak about, I mean, obviously, it was gonna be heartbreaking no matter what, but but he he was was trying to protect himself. Yeah, he told her when he went to jail, he was like, do not wait for me, like, I can't handle that, you can't handle that. Yeah. And then he gets home, I don't think this is really a spoiler, because it's, like, in the prologue. Right. He is, like, about to get out of jail, and she's still wearing her engagement ring, she has remodeled this house they were gonna have together, like, she is still right where she was the day he went to jail and she's committed to the act and I think he was even supposed to be in jail like a lot longer didn't yeah, get he out, got early, out early and she was like not giving up like she was planning their life she was making it happen yeah. and all of her friends were getting married she meets the Miles brothers her brothers right. that she didn't know previously and they've all gotten married had kids and she's still just like right there waiting for Asher yeah. so that's a really good pick yeah thank you <laughs> all right and our last album is Midnight's. Cody, do you want to start with your pick? Yeah, so I chose Sweet Nothing, and I chose Echoes of You by Katherine Cowles, and I chose it because of the one line that was like, all you ever wanted from me was sweet nothing, and they just have like such this pure, wholesome friendship their whole lives, Mm -hmm. and I feel like both of them did so much for each other, not wanting anything in return. They didn't want a romantic relationship they didn't want them to do these things for each other they just like loved each other that much that yeah. they just wanted to be in their presence and do what they could for them so yeah that's a really sweet pick and I feel like it just fits them so well like it's such a gentle song and yeah I feel like they're such like a gentle pure couple yeah they like are. there's nothing like super like I don't know like they're not this like intense couple like they're just very like they already know each other so well because Mm -hmm. they're childhood best friends like they've just always had this easy love for each other that they didn't have to work for yeah they just loved each other it's just it's it's just just at the foundation of their their core yeah my pick is snow on the beach and the book I chose to go with it is a risk on forever by Ines Perkins and I'm gonna cry. I like didn't exactly have a lyric in mind because I just kind of feel like this it's song, vibes, like the yeah. vibe fits them. Just freaking depressing on the beach. Exactly. I mean, it does <laughs> take place way. on a beach. I think it's like a New England. Yeah, it's like beach. a beach house. I mean, I don't think they can. They're like on a cliff or something. Right. But no. yeah, it's like beachy, and they there's like multiple scenes on the beach. I feel like it fits. Yeah. But a lyric, I guess, if we had to choose one. Life is emotionally abusive, and time Mm. can't stop me quite like you did. (laughs) And so basically, this book follows a girl who's having a little little rough home life. She is basically the parent of her younger brother. The dad is going through it. Does the mom, like, die or something like that? Yeah, I mean, I think he's never really gotten past, like, the His wife dying. Yeah, and so she kind of becomes this parental figure for her younger brother. This leads to her having to go get a job somewhere. And she finds a listing for a caretaker for this woman. And she goes to the house to interview, and she meets the woman's son, who is a pilot. It was kind of like boss employee almost. Like, they were kind of, like, trying to deny their feelings for a while. But, you know, then you got his mom, like, kind of trying to push them together yeah. a little bit. Like, 
it was just really sweet and I loved it so much. I think there was a scene, he went to a wedding, she ended up being there singing at the wedding and he asks to dance with her or something like that. And that was before they had kind of, you know, gotten to oh, the point yeah, where they admitted their is. feelings. So he was dancing with her and he was just thinking about, you know, how Does she sing or she like play the violin or something? I can't it's remember. something musical. She's always hustling. She's yeah, she's, hu- she's, got, <laughs> she's got multiple nine to fives, but... Yeah, I don't know. I just think also, like, with Snow on the Beach, it just, it's the vibe. It's the yeah, vibe it of the song. So. Cool. Well, I think that is about it for today's episode. Had a lot of fun. I I really like how we didn't tell each other our picks because I feel yeah, like it was... surprise. Yeah, the surprise aspect was really exciting. Yeah. Okay, so I think we talked about it some in our introduction podcast, but we are going to be doing, like, a monthly read-along type thing. We're just going to pick a book and then... Do a little buddy read. Yeah, so, like feel free to do it if you want to if you don't that's fine but (laughs) no pressure (laughs) yeah we're just going to try to find books that you know aren't in a series maybe like a standalone things we both haven't read and want to read and then we'll discuss it in a month yeah so this month we are going to be reading out on a limb by hannah bonham young we're so excited. I think yes. this one has surprise pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So I think we both are huge fans of that. Yeah, I think it's surprise pregnancy, disability rep. It is one night stand, strangers to mm-hmm. lovers. And from what I've seen, they have this one night stand. And when he finds out that she's pregnant, he's like obsessed all in. Love she's that. the one that's like not sure. So we're going to try to keep it spoiler free. But if anything, maybe towards the end of our discussion, we'll have a little moment where we say that the rest of the episode is going to be yeah, like a little spoiler. spoiler warning. Yeah. So yeah, feel free to join us if you want. If not, no pressure. But I've heard really good things about this one. So yeah. and we'll try to post some updates while we're reading on our Instagram story. If you want to follow us yeah. there, you can find us at Rumi's Read Pod. And if you want to check us out individually, I'm at readwith.taylor on Instagram and TikTok. And you can find me at Cod Reads Romance on Instagram and TikTok as well. We also both have <laughs> YouTubes. We haven't posted in a while, but I'm going to say this here. So I hold myself accountable that Ooh, I'm vlogging, yeah. reading the Gold Rush Ranch series by Elsie Silver. Nice. But that is it for today's episode. Thank you for stopping by and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.